0: Welcome to Magic with Gadgets, brought to you by RecipeThis.com. I am Samantha, your host, and love to chat about the magic of kitchen gadgets for easy, delicious and cheap everyday cooking. Have you downloaded the free Instant Pot mini course? Are you new to the Instant Pot let me introduce you to our 5 day free quick start mini course. It answers a lot of beginner instant pot questions, gives you simple instant pot recipes to follow and helps you get confident with your instant pot. You can find out more by going to RecipeThis.com forward slash or you can search RecipeThis for free instant pot mini course. 7 kitchen gadget groceries items I buy every week. In this week's episode, I wanted to chat about the groceries us Milners buy every single week to use in our kitchen gadgets. It's a great way for you to listen to what we buy, what is practical for everyday cooking and what we typically eat if we are not testing new recipes. You see, sometimes we're testing new recipes and we're buying 30 or 40 ingredients one week just for a batch of recipes and then the next week we'll return to what we normally eat again. So this is more about what we normally eat, plus it's so nice being nosy and checking out what other people's grocery hauls are isn't it i mean i am the one that's um stood there at the tills in the supermarket and when there's a long queue i'm nosy to see what other people have bought because i find what people buy uh, with their gr- for groceries is so interesting So let's start our seven grocery items with whole chickens. We buy whole chickens practically every week. Or what we tend to do is we'll wait till they're on a special deal and then we'll buy enough of a supply to last a month. This week we already had some in the freezer. So Dominic just bought three extra whole chickens for us this week. Second on the list would be courgettes, or as the Americans call them, zucchini. I love them, but unfortunately, we can't get those beautiful uh, yellow ones that lots of places get in the summer. We just have green, but they are lovely. And what we tend to do with them is we slice them up into veggie fries and then air fry them with a little bit of extra virgin olive oil. Another thing we like to do is if we've got some spare cheese is to make little zucchini slices and then load them up with Philadelphia cheese and then top them with a slice of cheese as well. And they're like little low carb little pizzas and they are absolutely yummy. Or we often use courgettes too in soups and stews. And in our kitchen right now, because I've just looked, We have 10 courgettes ready to be used this week and you can guarantee um, come the day that we're due to go grocery shopping again, they'll have all been eaten. And third on the list would be eggs. We go through quite a few eggs in a week and we use them in a variety of different recipes and I just like them to be there so that when I need an egg for a recipe, I have it. My favourite breakfast is either air-fried egg cups, which is like you've loaded little silicone moulds with a few little frittata ingredients, such as peppers, chorizo, cheese, etc. And then you pour over an omelette mixture. So it's kind of like omelette meets frittata meets crustless quiche. And they're absolutely delicious. And the second breakfast that I always have is hair fryer baked oatmeal. And with that, it's banana, eggs, fruit, Greek yogurt, and of course, I use Bob's Red Mill gluten-free oats as well. You mix them up and you pour them into ramekins, and it's just a great alternative to porridge for breakfast. And it has a lovely crust on the top. And the centre of it is just like porridge. And it's just wonderful for an easy way. Instead of having to slave over a stove for porridge for breakfast. It's just, they're into these little pots. You can make them in bulk. And then you just place one in the air fryer as and when you need them. I'm just thinking, um, apart from that, we use eggs in so many different things, you know. It's just that that baking thing isn't it oh you need an egg for this you need an egg for that and when I'm cooking new baked goods in the air fryer I'll often use egg wash instead of extra virgin olive oil on top because I think it makes it lovely especially when you're doing something like sausage rolls You know, but it just depends. I'm sure you're a big egg fan too. Oh, and of course, let's not forget about the egg bites in the Instant Pot. That's another milner favourite that you can do with your eggs. Or the kids just love some hard-boiled eggs with their salads or soft-boiled eggs with some soldiers. And, you know, we've all done air fryer eggs, or most of us have. And they're just fantastic for just a a quick go-to food. And we'll buy, most of the time we buy between 18 and 24 eggs. And sometimes we'll have a week where we won't use that many. So we'll buy less the week after, etc. And I just keep an eye on the use-by date of my eggs so that... You know, we're not getting eggs that have gone off and I'll keep an eye on those dates and then use the ones that we bought first so that we don't have a problem there. And then next on the list would be carrots. I always make sure that we're topped up to two bags of carrots, which is two kilos, which is 4.4 pounds of carrots. And I just find them easy just to use in various recipes. I love to do the courgette fries with carrots at the same time. So you have carrot and courgette fries. And then it's lovely to roast carrots in the air fryer, carrot fries. I love a carrot soup using the soup machine. I also love carrots in a stew. And another great thing about carrots is they are not, because they are high in carbs, they are a natural food thickener. So let's say you're doing a stew. You can place some big pieces of carrots into your stew. And then when your stew's finished cooking, you can just blend that bit of carrots and then stir your stew and you've got a lovely creamy stew without needing to put gravy thickness in it or anything else that's um, not just vegetables. And I like to do that a lot. And then next on the list is peppers. I am a big fan of peppers though as a kid I absolutely hated them and Dominic will buy me a a pack of three so I'll normally have a green a red and an orange or a yellow and this will last me for the week and I chop them up and use them in my egg cups I have them on my salads I can do stuffed peppers in the air fryer they're just one of those foods that is just so good for just mixing into your food And I think the last thing I actually cooked uh, with peppers was uh, my soup machine tomato sauce. And what I do with that is I usually use my leftover peppers, leftover tomatoes, a bit of carrot and celery. And it makes a massive portion and then I can freeze it and use it as I need it. And it's just fantastic. Then next on the list would have to be the humble spud. We normally buy a uh, three kilo bag of potatoes, which is the equivalent of 6.6 pounds. And this will last us the week. And it's fantastic for air fry potatoes, which in the middle of the house is normally fries or cubes, sometimes wedges, or we will use it in stews, in casseroles. I absolutely love using it when I'm cooking a stew in the slow cooker. I'll always load it up with some potatoes and it's fantastic. And then, of course, you can place a single potato in a recipe for a casserole that doesn't normally require potatoes. And then, like with the carrots, use it for blending them to make the sauce. And then in the winter months, I'll buy potatoes to make some leek and potato soup because I just love that. All uh, the kids would say, we like most of your soups, mummy, but we really love your corn chowder. So I normally do a corn chowder with potatoes, frozen cauliflower and plenty of corn and cheese and it's absolutely delicious. And then last of my seven grocery items is always the pink stickers. Pink stickers is the same as they have yellow stickers in England. And it's basically your clearance food that's maybe got a couple of days left on it. And you're getting it for a big discount because it hasn't got a long shelf life. When I go to my local supermarket... I will go to the pink stickers section first before I do the rest of my grocery shopping. I even go out on Boxing Day, which um, if you're not British, you might not have heard of Boxing Day. It is basically the day after Christmas. And what I will do is I'll hunt out all the pink stickers for the meat that was marketed for Christmas Day cooking. But once it's Boxing Day, nobody wants it, so they'll have a big reduction on it. I believe one year, I picked up seven whole turkeys on Boxing Day, and I paid, I think it was the equivalent of uh, a fiver each for them. They were ridiculously cheap, and I think we finally finished eating them all come May, and we used to just put a big turkey in the oven... And then we'd use it for meal prep recipes in the instant pot, the air fryer, the soup maker, etc. And it was just fantastic. But on a normal week, I'll normally find some whole chickens reduced, chicken thighs, nearly always I'll find some turkey sausages reduced, and normally some pork too. So it's it's like um, it's like a lottery when you go there to do that because you have no idea what deals are going to be on and then I will choose these first and I will try and factor them into the meals for the week but if I can't I will just load these pink sticker foods into the freezer and they're just fantastic for saving for later so Whilst these are our weekly essentials, well, the seven seven grocery items I always buy, I should mention some of our monthly things as well. So, what do we buy monthly that we stock up on too? Frozen fruit and vegetables. I always have a lot of frozen fruit and vegetables in the freezer ready to go whenever I need them for recipes. I'll buy them monthly and then when we're running low on something I know to add it to the monthly list and I just have that supply there for whenever I need it. The kind of frozen fruit and veg we have in the freezer are things like Frozen strawberries and banana packs that are meant for smoothies, but fantastic for when you're low on fruits. Blueberries, I love those too. Mangoes and pineapple. Because, let's face it, it's an effort when you're slicing up mangoes and pineapples and peeling and all that kind of thing. That you can just grab some from the freezer and it's fantastic. In the frozen vegetables section, we are big fans of broccoli and cauliflower. You'll find a big batch of both of those in our freezer. And we love to steam them in the instant pot and then crisp them up in the air fryer. Cauliflower is my favourite, but there's quite a lot of them that you can do. We also tend to have frozen carrots in the freezer too frozen stir-fry mixes frozen onions because it saves on peeling and slicing them and there's always some sprouts in there as well because unlike a lot of people me and Dominic love sprouts my kids hate them none of them will eat them but that's normal right and what i'll do is i'll get the sprouts out because here in portugal it is impossible unless you go to this expensive english supermarket it is impossible to get sprouts and they only normally have a decent selection of them at christmas only and that's the only time and i love my sprouts and i've found that to um to avoid all the stress at Christmas time of have this sold out and the other times of year than when I want them, it's just easier to grab them from the freezer. And I haven't noticed any difference with frozen vegetables and fruit compared to fresh. I think the only difference that I would note is that they're not slicing them like how you would slice them. So when I'm cooking frozen broccoli and frozen cauliflower. I find that you go from small pieces to huge pieces and they're not going to have the same cook time. So I end up grabbing loads from a bag that's the bigger size and cooking them once and then saving up the little ones to cook another time. But that's my only complaint about them. So for more monthly stuff, uh, ground mince or as us Brits would call it, just mince beef. I absolutely love it. I normally use beef, but I also get the mix packs, which is pork and beef together because the fat from the pork balances well with the lean beef. And that is yummy. And that's what I often use in air-fried burgers and air fry meatballs, such, such like. And then I also love it for things like instant pot egg roll in a bowl, you know, which you can use with any mince, you know, and it's like mince, it just it's just one of those foods, you can use it in so many different dishes. And quite often, Dominic will say to me, What are we eating tomorrow? And he'll always say that it's to me in an evening, so that I have a chance to get some food out the freezer. If I can't be bothered and I'm not feeling very creative, I will always grab a pack of mince that we've frozen and I'll also grab a whole chicken, because on an evening, I'm not really in the mood for deciding what I want to eat the next day, and I know that either of them will go down well, and it'll be easy to make any type of family family meal out of them, so I always make sure my freezer is well stocked with the, uh, with the mince, and then I have a good supply, and then when I buy it from the from the supermarket, which I normally get it from the wholesalers because I can get it cheaper in a bigger portion. What I will do is I'll buy a pack and it's often a lot more than what I would use. So what I will do is I'll divide it into four freezer bags and then I've got the mince ready and i have just grab a bag of it rather than worrying that I've got loads of it that I must use within a certain time. Then there is another food that I use a lot and you're probably sick of hearing about it if you're on my Facebook group and that is frozen shrimp. From the same wholesalers I'll buy a massive bag of frozen shrimp. The same frozen shrimp that will be on the menus of many of the restaurants in the Algarve here in Portugal and it's amazing. It is shrimp or prawns as you might call it that has already been cooked it's already been peeled so all you're essentially doing is reheating it and I'll throw some frozen shrimp in the air fryer with some peppers and onions and I've got shrimp for heaters. or I might use some in a curry it's just totally what I'm in the mood for at the time and it's lovely just to have a bag of frozen shrimp and you can just grab some as you want to cook it it's just fantastic and then next on the list, a canned chickpeas and black beans. are generally topping up my canned produce. I'm not one for the unhealthier canned foods. You will never find canned soup in my pantry, for example. You won't find pasta sauces in my pantry. But what I do tend to buy is cans of chickpeas, black beans white beans and tin tomatoes and that kind of thing and then it's nice for if you haven't had time to go grocery shopping that you have them as your backup you know quite often I will fill out a meal with some black beans and it can just make meal go so much further for example you've cooked a bolognese for dinner you've got a little bit of leftovers but not enough to be a portion size You can add in some extra vegetables, some black beans, some Mexican seasonings. And you've kind of got a Mexican bolognese that your family will love to eat the next day. And then the last area that I top up on monthly is my seasonings. I adore my seasoning cupboard and it's got all sorts in it. And what I will do is I'll look at what is low and what is running out and I will just buy those. Quite often when you start out, um, when you are first living on your own and cooking for yourself, it can be quite an investment buying all these different seasonings that you want to cook with. But as time goes on, you'll find that some you use more often than others. And quite often, when I'm topping them up monthly, I probably only ever have... Three or four to top up. Normally, the ones I use the most, like Mexican seasoning, oregano, basil, thyme, that kind of thing. I think recently I topped up my rosemary and my mint as well. So it just depends what you're using. But those are the essentials. These are the things that I call um, a need rather than just a want. You know, we all go and buy grocery items that are a want. You know, we see something when we're shopping and we think, oh, I really want that. But, you know, with the needs, if your needs are topped up, then you've got plenty for everyday cooking. And then if, for example, you have to go a week without grocery shopping, you know you have your backup in your pantry, in your freezer, in your fridge. You know, and this is what this is all about. So that is exactly what us Milners do top up on a lot. And as you can see, it's pretty healthy, you know, because our our wants would be the chocolate, of course, or some ice cream. But we haven't had any of those for a bit. We're going through a healthy phase, let's say. And, you know, if you're looking for some inspiration about what kitchen items uh, you should be buying each week, to use with your kitchen gadgets and these are it and note that these are great for a variety of kitchen gadgets it's not just about air fryers and instant pots we use these with slow cookers soup makers blenders etc and they're just easy and convenient for when you don't want to spend too long in the kitchen but you want a nice meal